Hey guys, welcome back to Good Vibras. I'm your host, Brielle, and I hope you guys are doing well. I have a really exciting episode that I want to share with you guys today with one of my really good friends from back home in Jersey, and I think this is going to be a really good message, and I'm excited to share with you guys. So as you guys see from the title, it's called Staying Grounded in Your Faith with Manny. So everyone say hello to Manny. Manny, what is up? How are you? Yo, I am good. What's up, good vibras? Uh, this is What's Manny, good? otherwise known as Emmanuel Flores. I'm Grail's good friend, as she mentioned. Um, I grew up in Jackson, which is like five minutes from uh, where Brielle grew up in, How- in Howell, New Jersey. And we've yeah. known each other for uh, going on 19 years, I think. So it's Yay. safe to say that, <laughs> yeah, we've known each other for a hot minute. Um, but honestly, I didn't really get to know Brielle up until these past couple years because I knew Brielle through school we went to uh, the same private Christian elementary school and pre uh, I say yeah like preschool kindergarten school and uh yeah up throughout split but I'm really good friends with Brielle's brother uh his name is Brandon and that's my boy I've <laughs> that kid's literally my brother I've you know he, he I got to know Brielle through my relationship with Brandon for like growing up like Brielle was always kind of like the sister I never really asked for like <laughs> I would always go over and like we we don't I always remember going over to Brielle's house and like you know just hanging out with Brandon and then Brielle would just come out and know her back oh what's up Brielle you know like she was just like that extra person that you know was <laughs> the whatever. extra one <laughs> yeah the extra one but like as time passed on and especially as we started getting older as like you know we started getting into high school I got to know her a little bit more and we really got to connect um when we went on a trip together like all me brielle her brother and like three of our other friends we all went to puerto rico and that was when i really got a glimpse of you know who brielle was and like we got to hang out a lot more and especially uh during the pandemic when we was all locked up <laughs> um and i yes. started to train uh brielle that friend that she spoke of yes! i think two episodes ago <laughs> or however long ago uh that helped train her that was me so my um, trainer I, that I miss very much. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I I do miss training Brielle too. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely through that uh, pandemic period while I was training Brielle, I really got to know her. And now I could honestly say that she's probably one of the closest female friends I have. So, yes. uh, so yeah, we, we definitely tight. We are very tight and I'm always messing with Manny. I'm surprised he's still my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely question that myself. Uh, Brielle is... <laughs> that like yeah yeah i just know her from this podcast but if you meet her in person this woman is wild but we, we love her filled with a lot wild. of love yeah uh-huh. <laughs> i mean the people see it on my instagram they see my personality oh they do. they do for sure <laughs> mm-hmm. oh man so manny i have admired his journey throughout the last like he said we got really close the last few years especially within this last year and um one thing about manny that has really has really just, I don't know, he's been such an inspiration is how he stays grounded in his faith. And I feel like, you know, there's a lot of distractions in this world. And, you know, for those of you who are Christian, you know, it's very easy to just kind of like be on and off, slip away, get, you know, distracted with the things going on in the world. And there's a lot to juggle in life. And sometimes it's hard to have that balance with, you know, balancing your faith, reading your Bible, praying, and then just balancing every other area of your life. So Manny, as I've gone, you know, as we got closer, I've noticed a change in him as well just him growing up and also how he's built his relationship with God and it's it's so admirable so I really wanted him to 
be a part of this episode. And I wanted him to share his journey and just like, you know, what he does to maintain that relationship, because as you guys will hear, you know, it's really inspiring. And Manny is going to be 24, right? Yeah, 24. <laughs> 20, take it easy, girl. I'm, I'm 20. I just turned 23. I, my birthday <laughs> is in February. That's right. So, yes, me, me and Brielle are a gr- we're a year and a half apart and we were two grades apart in school that's another reason why we didn't really get to know each other like growing up because we were so you know she was ahead and I was behind like it was it was different um but obviously you know things have changed Brielle's come a long way I I do yeah like (laughs) yeah yeah you guys don't know her you you don't know the young Brielle but uh the the young (laughs) Brielle that I remember was a quiet and like she was super quiet (laughs) never really talked to her Uh, this girl that beautiful smile that y'all see that thing took a long time (laughs) (laughs) my six-year for those those of you who don't know Brielle has had she had braces for the longest period of time of anyone I have ever known in my life uh, but the it struggle. paid off because now she got a beautiful smile. But uh, thank you. Yeah, definitely was always there. Oh, the dark times, man. <laughs> Goodness, but yeah. So yeah, Manny is literally my best guy friend. One of my best guy friends, as you can see. Like he just knows. He's known me for quite a long time. So mm-hmm. I have seen Manny grow and you know just progress in his relationship with God. So that's what this episode is going to be about today. I think this is going to be. A really good episode. I can't wait to hear the feedback from you guys and um, we'll get right on to it. So Manny, tell us a little more about yourself. So where you are right now and like, what are you doing? What's good? Yeah. All right. So um, I just graduated school. I graduated in during smack middle of pandemic uh, during in 2020, uh, May, like May 2020. I graduated with my degree in my I got a bachelor's in environmental science. I've always had a super deep passion and admiration for nature. I love um, nature. It just fascinates me. Like my, I remember my parents used to tell me, like they kind of ingrained that in me. Like my mom used to tell me stories of how she used to put on a discovery channel when like I was in her womb and like I would watch it. So I, I was watching all them things before I was even born. So it, was it makes kind of, sense. It was kind of pre, it was kind of predestined almost. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went to school. I graduated from St. Vincent College. That's a school out in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, it's about an hour from Latrobe. And like some of you might be thinking like, you know, Jersey, Latrobe, like that's a long distance. How the mm-hmm. hell did you find there? I ended up going there because of sports. I love sports. I grew up, I've played sports pretty much my whole life. Um, I went there to play football. I played uh, football growing up. For I started at the age of seven. I played the game for 13 years and I still love it. Um, I went to school over there to play it because I would have never known of St. Vincent had I not been recruited there. Um, but nice. I'm oh, super grateful for that experience because like going into high school, I thought, you know, I was all about football, totally locked in. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go, for, you know, I want to go play D1. I want to go to the NFL, all this stuff. <laughs> and looking back, like, I'm so grateful that I didn't go big and mm-hmm. do all that because, um like god had bigger plans for me and i didn't i couldn't see that in that moment while i was in high school and you know while i was trying to make my you know trying to go along my through my sports career um but in hindsight like it was so worth it like i'm so grateful that i went to that small school and i was able to play football but also focus on my academics That's um awesome. yeah so like I, i'm super grateful for that experience 
Um, but yeah, like I still love football and stuff. I'm working at a job right now. I'm a GIS tech. So GIS is geographic information systems. Um, uh, sounds a little fancy. It's really <laughs> not that fancy. I just basically work with maps. Um, I help build blueprints for a natural gas company, which sounds kind of cool. Um, and it is like, it is, it some... sounds complicated yeah. too. You gotta be a special type of person to do that. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's a specialty. I'm a, I'm a special person as y'all <laughs> go along through this podcast. I am not your average individual. Very true. Um, I am different, <laughs> but yes. Um, GIS, I, I like it. It's pretty cool. And I could see myself doing it, but I don't know if I could see myself doing it continually the way I am. Um, like I said, um, I trained Brielle and honestly, Brielle was the, f- the second person, not the first person, but the first female that I trained and I trained consistently. And with that, that sparked, you know, a passion to me that honestly, I didn't even know I really had, like, I always knew I wanted to train people and help people work out, but I always thought it was going to be more along the side of coaching and just like strictly with guys, because I had never worked out with a female before, like all the sports and all the lifting and exercises that I knew was through sports and stuff. And I never lifted with girls because, you know, through our sports teams, it's not like there's a girl on the football team. I mean, there (laughs) is sometimes, but like not on our team. Right. Very rare. It it was, yeah, it was definitely a a shift. And once I was able, you know, through the, the lessons and what I learned through my experience of training Brielle, I was able to carry over to a bunch of other people to now where I've trained uh, I'm trying to think. I've trained like four or five clients already, not all of them consistently. I've had two awesome. people come very consistently. Um, but yeah, that's something I'd love to do. And I'm looking very, uh, I'm very excited to move that chapter forward and really get into personal training too as well. So yeah, you know, we'll, so we'll see what tuned, God guys. has in store. Yes, yes. This stay is the tuned, future definitely. trainer here. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. That is definitely going to happen in the future. So probably I'll definitely talk about it more as this, as we go along, but for sure. Yes. All righty. So that's a whole, that was a great background to you, Manny. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so let's get into, let's get into the tea. Let's get into the juice here. So mm-hmm. your background with Christ. So you mentioned earlier how, you know, we all went to uh, private school. We grew up in Christian families, Christian homes, um, very faith-based families. So we kind of had that start as a kid, but then obviously as you get older, it's on you you know, as far as whether or not you want to continue building your relationship with God and stuff. So when I would say, I guess in high school, were you, did you ever face any like struggles or were you still very much grounded from private school? Yeah. I mean, I definitely was, but there was, there was a shift I can say, um, like being, uh, an only child, I forgot to mention that. Um, I do fly solo. Uh, the only, (laughs) the, my closest thing that I have to siblings is Brandon and, uh, honestly, Brielle growing up. Uh, but yeah, the being that I am an only child, I definitely struggled with loneliness for a long time, even mm-hmm. while I was grounded, while I was in, you know, that that bubble. Um, and that was tough. That was something that I battled with a long time. I'd say probably up until I went to college, I really was able to, you know, face that and face that front and conquer it. Um, but I struggled with that a lot. That was definitely something that that ate at me. And another thing too, going into high school, because like Brielle, we both experienced this going from middle school or she went from elementary school to middle school. I went from private middle school to, you know, uh, public high school. We were growing up, we were in tiny classrooms to where we had only, you know, 10, 15, 20 (laughs) kids that we literally did everything with. Yeah. So we was, 
we was tight. And then going from those, you know, those 20 people that you spent all day with, all of a sudden you got 300 people in your class. It was definitely a massive transition to where like, I didn't even know where to start. Something that helped me a lot with that, you know, whole acceptance thing and that loneliness was definitely sports because the only people I knew going into my public high school were the kids that I played Pop Warner with, the kids that I played football with. Other than that, I knew no one, no females, nobody else, nobody. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, that was definitely something. Loneliness and acceptance is definitely something I struggled with, but my faith helped, helped keep me grounded, not just through what my parents taught me, what I did in school, but also my church and how I was, I can honestly say through high school, I was kind of kept through this bubble because even though I didn't really hang out with people outside of sports in high school, um, I did have a great friend group in my church. And like, we did a lot of stuff together. We hung out, we went, you know, we did both, we did all these different activities and like went on these retreats and stuff. And we were a cool group. Like we always had a lot of fun. Um, So I could say through high school, I, you know, I struggled with that, but, I managed it because of, you know, through my faith and um, I stayed in that bubble. I think when uh, I was, I left that bubble or went outside of it once I started going to college because in college Mm -hmm. I had, I didn't have that support group that I have back home. So that was when I say I really, really got tested. Um, Right. Because you were living on your own and everything. Mm -hmm. I was living by myself, not by myself, but I had a roommate. Right, um, but not I had home. a whole new crew again. The only people that mm-hmm. I knew, well, the only dudes that I knew before school, I could say was a football team. But even then, like walking in, I knew nobody on the team. Like a lot of guys, a lot of teammates and stuff, like kids who play in high school, a lot of times they'll travel together and, you know, they'll be teammates, they'll be high school teammates, and then they'll transfer that to playing in college. But for me, I was only one of, I think, two or three guys on my high school team to continue to play in college and they didn't go to none of my boys from high school followed me to college. So it was just me on my own, doing my own thing. That's so tough. Uh, mm-hmm. definitely yeah. challenging. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I mean, I could say the first three days I got homesick, but after that, like me, one thing that I got better at through high school and especially college was opening up to people growing up. I was a super shy kid uh, like Brielle, but, as I got older and I learned to talk to people, I opened up like a book. And, you know, even when I was younger, like I was shy at first, but once you got to know me, I could talk a year off. <laughs> oh yeah. I did not so. stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like that's why I told Brielle before this episode, she was like, yeah, it's probably going to be like 50 minutes. I was like, 50? Girl, you probably going to get hour 20. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Cause once he mad, he will talk. That boy don't stop. But it's- Oh yes. It's always good stuff, you know. <laughs> it is, yeah. I'm, I'm a great, I'm a phenomenal storyteller. Phenomenal. <laughs> you are. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, all right. So now, so you were in college, and you said that was like when you kind of felt, you know, some of the struggles coming in. What, what did you exactly face? What would you say was like one of your top struggles? Um, being in college, being a Christian, leaving, you know, home, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say the same, honestly, the same thing that I faced when I was younger, that acceptance and that loneliness, the only difference was, I didn't have that support system anymore. I didn't have that base. And I think part of it was just rebellion, just because of what was mm-hmm. going on at home, and me just wanting to do my own thing, because I never went, you know, like, and growing up in high school, I never went to parties. I never was that guy who hung out. I never did dumb stuff. Like I didn't do drugs because I want to stay clean for sports and stuff. Right. Um, so I never did that. 
But then once college hit, I was like, oh, I, you know, I, I, I could do me now. Ain't nobody, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, he's like, I'm so fun. I got some fun, and I did. I had a yeah. blast. Like that, like people as a Christian, like people always say, you know, like, um, like they always denounce sin and like say how bad it is, and it is mm-hmm. bad, but it's a it's a two edged sword because it's what you want to do like sin even though it's not right like it sure as hell feels good and if it don't feel good you ain't doing it right (laughs) it's true and i feel like christians that's like they put a lot of pressure on christians like i feel like people you know who are like oh they're a christian but look at what they do you know we're put to like a high pedestal and sometimes you know it really is unfair because it's like you know we're human like we make mistakes and as long as we learn from them that's what matters but it's true it's like sin growing up it's like oh you can't do this you can't do that i know i experienced that a bit growing up i'm sure you did as well you know it's a lot of confusion when you're young and you're trying to figure out who you are you're just Mm. like you kind of get like you said you got a little rebellious you're like but wait what if you know like curiosity kills of course of course like i you know there was this i felt like there was this whole side of the world that i didn't even know Mm -hmm. existed that i felt like you know sectored off from almost and i was like what's this and i because i had never done it before and then once i did i was like yeah this is actually pretty lit like i'm having a good time honey (laughs) yeah um and i did i enjoyed myself i'm not gonna lie like Mm -hmm. i i went to parties i made a bunch of friends i had good times but towards the end of you know towards the end of my tenure at St. Vincent once I became like a junior and a senior I was going out pretty much on a weekly basis Mm. I started to sense that emptiness you know that Mm. a lot of us feel like whenever we go out when when, you know when we go out and drink or we go out and do something that we shouldn't like yeah it feels good in that moment but then when you're done that sense of emptiness just weighs on you and I really started to feel that and um, honestly I always said that like it was a good thing, you know, everything happens for a reason, even this, you know, this pandemic and this, the pandemic for me was honestly perfect timing for a wake up call because mm-hmm. I always said like, if it had it not been for the pandemic, I'd probably be turning up this weekend still <laughs> like, yeah, right. be going out like I was because that was just my routine. That was what I did every single yeah, weekend. Sure. I'll go out and get drunk and have a good time, do whatever. Um, but you know, it got to the point where in the pandemic, I phys- we physically couldn't do that because nothing was, yeah. especially in Jersey, they were super strict. Like nothing was open. Like you couldn't do anything for like. I think the the bars didn't even open up until like August, and even then, it was totally different. It's not the same. Like everybody had to get a table, and you were just designated to that table. You couldn't go out, hang out. You know, right? Me, I'm a super social dude. You put some <laughs> alcohol in my system, I'll talk to anyone. <laughs> like. <laughs> It's true. I think that's a great point you brought out how the pandemic definitely, it definitely was a wake up call for a lot of people. I I feel that as well. Um, You know, you definitely a time of reflection and trying to figure out who you want to be and, you know, reprioritizing things. Now you mentioned in, so when you were in college and going out and stuff, you said you felt like that emptiness. So when you started realizing that you were feeling empty and lonely, you know, it's easy. I know my personal experience, sometimes feeling those things, you know, you, kind of resort to like not good habits and still trying to fill that void in different ways for you Mm. what when did it hit you like okay like something's got to give like I need to you know change my habits here I need to figure out why I feel lonely like what when did you realize like it was time to change the game I guess I mean I I had I don't think it was more of a realization as much as it was me gathering the strength to be able to make a decision because Mm -hmm. given my ground given how grounded we both were like growing up Mm -hmm. like I knew what I was doing was wrong yeah um without a doubt it was just a matter of 
physically going to step by step, you know, go about this and make a change and try to be better. And that's so right. much easier. Like it's so much easier to, to, to talk to talk instead of walk to walk. And mm-hmm. I did that. Like I, like even, you know, I say I was rebellious, but even despite the fact that I was going out every weekend, like I had already kind of reconnected with God. I'd say my biggest distance was probably like my freshman and sophomore year. Um, and then it was a crazy story that I, I ain't even got time for. Cause it was a long one. I had a crazy <laughs> roommate in school. Like this dude was like genuine, like a schizophrenic. Like, I thought I was going to die, but like rooming oh, with him. It was, wow. it was, yeah, it was crazy experience. He, through him, he brought me to, uh, believe it or not, a monk at St. Vincent college. Um, they oh, have wow. a monastic community. They have a, a monastery where they have like, I think it's like 200, 300 monks. And I think to, yeah, to each dorm, they have uh, like a monk that's assigned to that dorm to, you know, if anybody needs like, you know, prayer assistance or just want somebody to talk to, like they're confidential, like, you know, you can share stuff with them and that, you know, they're, they're bound to like not tell anyone, like, you know, they're, they're basically like counselors pretty much. Um, and that was super awesome. Like it just so happened that my, the monk that lived in my dorm was literally right across from me like his door was literally right there so like given the craziness that I was experiencing <laughs> in the beginning of my sophomore year I was like yeah I can't do I gotta talk to someone so I talked to him and through him was when I started going back to bible study and stuff and um, from there the rest was history I started slowly building myself back up and it was a process like it, it didn't happen overnight like I, right. I was still going out doing all that other stuff but in the behind the scenes I was definitely working on um you know building that connection because I knew you know it was important it was what sustained me um like it's it's so true like I I have never there is nothing else in this world that I have found that sustains and fulfills me more than my relationship with God period Mm, amen to that wow that it's true it's funny you say that because you know I think I mentioned a podcast before how like every time I drift away or like I'm reading I'm grinding and then I slip away for a bit you know you feel like you feel like not complete you feel sort of empty like you're missing something and then Mm -hmm. once you really dive into the word again you feel I don't know I feel like I have a stronger foundation I'm more focused and I'm like you said it best you know you probably you felt the same way you know like you feel more grounded and probably More, just clear-minded def- yes without a doubt like uh, and i see it in work now now with my habits like i have to with with everything going on with my work and what's going on with my family like i got so many distractions so many things mm-hmm. between training and on top of that on top of that too i forgot to mention that um last year i started uh vol- i started not volunteering but i joined uh the worship team at my church for those of y'all who don't know um or never been to church before um, like a lot of people here, there's choirs in most like, you know, traditional like Catholic churches and stuff like that. And there's worship teams, too, which is more like contemporary, pretty much like a Christian band. Um, and I'd say my church is like more of the um, the band side. Like we're not like it's not like a super strict choir. Like we sing like worship right. songs you'd hear on the radio. You know what I mean? Um, God did give me a pretty incredible voice. Shout out to my <laughs> uh, parents, my parents. Well, 
my parents and my grandparents mainly uh my grand both of my grandpas uh sang in salsa bands i don't remember oh, if we snap. mentioned that i'm puerto rican oh um, yeah he's yeah, a fellow we, boricua yes we are <laughs> i am boricua and um both of my grandpas sang in salsa bands growing up so, That's so cool i never knew mm, that mm-hmm. and uh my dad definitely inherited that voice and he passed that down to me so um yeah i, I have a video somewhere ladies of his voice i'll have to oh, find it oh she does yes yeah, she does she does she does I, I did i did sing actually brielle was i think the first person first her and her friend were the first people that i sang in front of intentionally obviously my my parents have caught me you know in the shower or whatever <laughs> um as a kid growing up but like it was funny how um like I around that, that time yeah i was like i was it took me that long like this was only like two years ago that I started singing and like really exploring my voice because I was so locked into sports that like for me, nothing else mattered. And like, mm. it was a good thing that I had to quit. Like I stopped playing football because of injuries. I ended up getting a herniated disc in my back my sophomore year of college. And that pretty much forced me to retire early. But looking back, I'm grateful for that injury because it not only taught me how to rebuild my body and definitely helped me, you know, teach people how to, how to work out and definitely help me with the personal training aspect but it also gave me another avenue. Like I didn't realize before my injury how much weight I had put on sports. And like, I mm-hmm. it got to the point where like it defined me. And when I quit, it was like, oh wow, like what the hell do I do now? Like, I didn't even right. know what to do. And at that, that time was rough. Like that sophomore, junior summer, like of, uh, of college sucked. I was in a lot of pain, a lot of physical pain. Um, I, from the minute I woke up to the minute I went to bed every day for a good year, I was in pain and I I went from, it was honestly demoralizing because it went from, you know, I went from being a a collegiate level athlete, like in the best shape of my life, strong as I could ever be like, you know, literally thinking about playing professional football to not even being able to walk right. And like that took a toll on me hard. Um, but again, I'm grateful for that experience because I was forced to, you know, look at other avenues and realize, you know, like I'm more than just a football player. And through that, Mm -hmm. I learned how to teach people and I learned, um, you know, teaching people how to work out. And I also developed my voice and, you know, like a bunch of people, especially through like my church have been blessed through my voice. And like, I sing at church, like, I'm sure if I really develop my voice, I could probably, you know, do something. If I'm creative enough, I could be my own songwriter, whatever, be an artist. (laughs) But for me, like, I'd rather give, you know, I'd rather be a part of the worship team because that's, that's my gift back to God. You know what I mean? Like he Mm, gave me this gift and it's me. It's not even about me, you know, getting my voice better or any of that. It's just me giving back the gift that God gave me, you know? So that's um, awesome. Amen to that, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm definitely looking for, I mean, it's definitely a good, you know, trait to have yeah definitely definitely good skill to develop because since i've been i've been doing i've been on the worship team for a couple months now i say like five or six months and i've definitely noticed an improvement of my voice and my confidence (laughs) so that you know when the time does come ooh, i i let it rip (laughs) my voice smooth now it was was definitely definitely was on the rough spots you're gonna be the next McCray. (laughs) yeah easy easy no no and and on that but you know i I can definitely when my when my lady comes around she she's definitely gonna appreciate my voice that's for sure oh that's so sweet Mm -hmm. look at you so manny so your routine because my man manny over here is very routine based and he has become so disciplined and i wanted you to share with everyone um 
I guess kind of like almost like a day in the life. Like what does your day look like? Like what, how do you incorporate, you know, your work, your fitness and your relationship with God? How do you balance all of that? Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Definitely took me a a little bit to, to figure out totally, but I've got a decent structure that I have now. And um, honestly, it's based pretty biblically. Like um, for those of you guys uh, who don't know or, are new to like you know either you don't know anything about christianity or you're new to it or even if you're um you know deeply grounded and you know about it um the bible talks about uh, a concept of tithing and tithing Mm -hmm. is basically giving your first fruits back to god for whatever you do so like you know for a lot of a lot of pastors and stuff trying to manipulate people with money talking about it financially but Mm -hmm. it's more than that it's more than just giving your money. It's giving your time, giving your, your energy, giving your gifts back to God. So for me, the way that I start my day is every, you know, every day I wake up, I start work at eight. I get up an extra hour early, like at 645. I, most times I, you know, I fight my, my flesh, <laughs> fight my body because I want to sleep more. But It's I hard sleep, to wake know, up I, early. <laughs> very hard. Very, I am definitely not a morning person, but I've learned to be better with it. And um, I get up at, you know, 6.45, 7, do my, you know, my my hygiene routine, brush my teeth and all that. And then I spend the rest of the time up until work just in God's presence. I read for like 15 to 20 minutes and then I pray for 15 to 20 minutes. Now, yeah. it didn't start like that. Like I didn't mm-hmm. start, you know, just all of a sudden just reading like a half hour, 20 minutes a day. Like that's, <laughs> that's not easy, especially <laughs> for somebody who's just starting right. into, you know, who's just starting this journey. Like. For me, I started just off of the the words of the day on the Bible app. If you um, if you guys download the Bible app or you have it, um, you know that every day they have a story, and I've, that's yep. something else I do. Like first thing I wake up, usually I hear my alarm, and then I open up the Bible app and I listen to the the word, the verse of the day, and the story of the day, um, and that gets me going. And then I continue to do my own thing. But um, if you're just starting, definitely just downloading the Bible app and reading that verse every day is definitely something that's worth your time. Like I did it even when I was, you know, doing my own thing in college, that was something that I still stuck to just because of how easy it was. Um, yeah. I mean, it, we're on it, our phones all the time, right? The of app course. Is right there. And yeah. also the Bible app, they have really good plans. I don't know if you do the devotional plans too, but I've been doing those for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool because it kind of keeps you accountable. You do one every day and it always has a Bible verse associated with it. And it's about, it could be about any topic. Like, oh yeah, they got, fear, they got any, every topic out anxiety, there. Yeah, relationships, love. anxiety, yeah. love, you name it. Uh, but for me, yeah, I, I did a couple of those plans. Uh, I can't remember the last time I did them, honestly, mm-hmm. but yeah, definitely for somebody who's just starting off, like to, like Brielle said, it helps keep you accountable. Like it gives you a reminder on when to do it. And also like you should do it not because like, you know, the accountability is awesome, but you shouldn't do it out of obligation. Like a relationship with God is not something that's supposed to be out of obligation. It's supposed to be out of love. And love mm-hmm. is a choice, so you're supposed to choose to do it. You know what I mean? If and if it's not there, it's not there. It's okay. But the more time you spend with it, and the more as you become more consistent, you'll want to do it. You'll grow a desire for it, and that's what I've seen in myself. Like I now, like I, I want to because I know, like I've gotten genuine guidance and like mm-hmm. literally steps on how to live my life. Like through this, like even when I was mess, even when I was in college, like. It was crazy how like 
verses like the verse of the day sometimes would literally just pop out to me and like literally speak to my situation like I remember one time um specifically there was a time where I was hurt and playing football and like I wasn't sure if you know I'd messed up my ankle back then I was before my back and like I was I was on pace to start you know and I was doing really good and then I got hurt and I was like man what the hell's gonna happen I was you know doubting Mm -hmm. myself and getting frustrated um and I remember a verse that they specifically spoke out to me and it said like I will finish the work like I forget the actual verse like you know where it is in the bible but Mm -hmm. the verse said I will finish the good work I've set out before you and I was like wow and like it was funny how like I didn't see it. like I thought it was like oh he's gonna finish the work like I'm gonna do good you know I'm gonna actually finish this out and do what I'm you know what I want to do but it wasn't like that that was God telling me yeah bro your time's up playing football <laughs> but, um, it was funny how like you know like that that verse just popped out to me and I'm, yeah like, when you read the the Bible consistently like it happens like crazy like it doesn't happen I went through a period I remember like when I f- first started working like where literally week after week after week like every single week one like one or two or three or four or five verses would literally speak directly to what i was going through in my situation I was isn't like, wow. that something like, right it's it's crazy the way yeah. that works like you we can't understand it it's insane like he works in mysterious ways he really does like i definitely don't think anything happens by chance you know everything of and it sounds cliche because people overuse it, but everything mm-hmm. does happen for a reason. And yeah. the way your life plays out, like there's always like a hidden design. There's a lesson. There's a hidden purpose. It's it's way more than just, oh, it's just another Monday or another Tuesday. It's like, no, like every day you're given is an opportunity to grow closer to who God wants you to be and just learn more about yourself and enjoy life too, you know? Yeah, it's so true and like uh one of the quotes that i always love to use is uh the quote from albert einstein um like we always talking about like uh coincidence like how she doesn't believe i don't believe in coincidence either i believe that um albert einstein said that uh coincidence is god's way of remaining anonymous and i Ooh. believe that's so true it's that so true it is true i like that okay albert einstein mm-hmm. i didn't even know he said that <laughs> Yeah, well, you learn something new every day. There you go. That is really deep, though. Wow. I really like that. It's so true. And there's mm-hmm. there's so many times in my life where, like, you know, I thought it was just coincidence. But then when I look back and, like, you know, like, for example, that that scripture that I told you about that situation, like, in, in time, I was like, oh, wow, like, that's crazy. And part of me was like, oh, it's just coincidence. But then, you know, two two years later, looking back, I was like, nope, that was God. And, like, yeah. that, that was just one example. And I have example after example after example. Like, I could go on for days on how many times like what a lot of people see as coincidence is really just God moving God showing you things like it's crazy it's so true it is so true I think you know like you probably we've talked about a lot of good stuff um you mentioned fellowship that's very very important can you go inside a little bit as far as like you know how important it is to surround yourself with um people who who motivate you to be better and your church uh, community. Can you talk about that a little bit too? Oh, of course. Um, so that was one of the biggest things that um, helped me stay grounded was my, uh, my relationship. Walk this Christian life is that we were not meant to do it alone. It's literally impossible. Mm-hmm. Like if you try and do it, try and do it on your own and you're going to fail because what we're called to do as Christians is literally like completely counterculture of what we're, of what we see in today's world. Mm. So like having a good, you know, group that you surround yourself with and people that 
you know, support you and help build you and uplift you, whether they're Christian or not, because, you know, like there, there are a lot of good people that, you know, help you build and grow even with your relationship with God without even realizing it. Absolutely. Um, you know, with, because like, despite the fact of whether they believe or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, you know, whether you're Christian or not, it's super important to, um, to surround yourself with those people. Like the Bible says, bad company corrupts good character. And mm-hmm. that is so true. Like, yes, that's, that's the biggest thing that I could attribute, especially in high school, to keeping me grounded was the people that I spent time with and how I spent my time with. Like, it's it's crucial. It's it's literally everything. I'm reading this book that I highly, highly recommend you read if you haven't read um, to whether you're Christian or not, whether you, you know, doesn't matter. Like, I highly encourage you to read Relational Intelligence. Yeah, uh, that's the name of the book It's Relational Intelligence by Dr. Darius Daniels. Um, something that is so overlooked um, in today's society, like we all, you know, we all go to school, we all get educated, we all get learn all these things and become historians and doctors and knowledgeable and all these other aspects. But there's really no education. All right. So uh, our apologies, guys. Anchor <laughs> didn't want us to succeed. So they cut us off. Uh, Mia. We're back. Yeah, and, and I don't like getting cut off. So um, <laughs> anyway, gl- glad to be we're glad to be back. Uh, I, yeah. We were talking about I was talking about relational intelligence and how valuable that book has been to my life. Um, it really helped me um, assess and evaluate who's in my life like that is so important to just take a step back and really assess and evaluate like who's in your life and what Mm -hmm. role they play and how they're helping you develop like that is so important to do on a regular basis because you know people change and people go through things and experience different situations that you know help them and hurt them and some people you know allow circumstances and situations to change them and others are you know more resilient and able to you know, continue keeping on, keeping on. Um, but that book has really helped me, um, you know, evaluate who's in my life and who I should have in my life. And that's mm-hmm. so important to everyone. Like, and a common misconception is that like, you know, looking at these people, like a lot of us feel obligated almost be- to certain relationships because of the amount of time that we've had, like, you know, like, oh, that's my mm-hmm. boy. I've known him since high school or, you know, I've owns Anka, they're gonna get the chunk like yo i've been cut off <laughs> twice now i've had enough but anyway back back to what we were saying we was talking about relationships and how to be better and yes the relational intelligence book yes and all that. without a doubt um i was talking about assessing relationships and evaluating them and how a lot of times we feel tied down to certain people and relationships because of the amount of time or even family ties um but it's really important to step back and kind of get a bird's eye view perspective of, you know, what's going on between, you you know, your relationships and how people are helping you grow and helping you develop, because regardless of what position they hold or have in your life, if they're not helping you become, you know, the best version of yourself, then, you know, you got to adjust that. And like, it's not like just because they're not that you got to kick them out of your life, but Mm -hmm. maybe they shouldn't be in the role that you currently have them in. And Mm -hmm. there's a way to do that in love. Like a lot of us love to tell the truth, but we don't do it in love. Like most of us be like, listen, like, you know, if you get, especially if you get me mad, I'll forget about it. Like you get me pissed off enough. I'll be like, you you elite, you got to get the hell out. Like you got me mad. 
but like it's true when you do it with your emotions it's all like impulsive of course of course and it's super important to not let your emotions take that wheel Mm -hmm. um like when you let your emotions take the wheel bad things happen you say stuff that you shouldn't and you know you you break bridges where that you know didn't necessarily have to be broken um but there's definitely a way to you know align your relationships the way that they're supposed to be aligned in love and like that book is a great way great starting place to you know do that and like uh, there's towards the end of the book like it literally gives almost step-by-step instructions on how to you know, tell the truth and love and be like, listen, this isn't, you know, you or anything like to not, um, you know, put that person down, but say, listen, like for what's going on in my life right now, like, you know, I, I, I think I just need a little bit more time for myself to, you know, focus on myself and develop myself. Um, and it's nothing against you, you know what I mean? Things along, things along those lines that are mm-hmm. super important that a lot of us could definitely benefit from. So, if you haven't heard of that book or want to check it out, I highly recommend it's Relational Intelligence by Dr. Darius Daniels. Definitely yes. give it a rec- definitely give it a, a read. And I think there's an audiobook too, so you can listen to it too. But I oh, recommend nice. reading it. I've read it like I don't like I didn't start reading up until quarantine because I had nothing better to do <laughs> besides <laughs> besides the Bible. Like obviously I read the Bible right. every day, but like just like to read for fun or to read to you know to learn something like I never did that I used to hate I like my, my, <laughs> my one of my most famous jokes like in college is like you know like did you read that chapter I was be like well I can't read like <laughs> because I never read anything like I yeah I bought like half of my textbooks from school I saved hella money I just you know whenever we did group projects I'd use somebody else's book like I never read <laughs> But now that I'm out of college, I'm understanding like, wow, like reading is actually like useful and beneficial and I should do it more. (laughs) And honestly, I did. I I took I took a page out of Brielle's book. I was like, I was like, yo, Brielle reads a lot. Like that's something (laughs) that low key, like, you know, you was a nerd for growing up. But like now I'm like, wow, like, you know, you're that's actually like a good habit that like we should all like incorporate and be better with. So. Um, absolutely like, it's a very yeah. good habit to get into and honestly when nursing school i had to read all the mm. time mm-hmm. and i hated it but i learned how to enjoy it and like you said you know just reading i love reading those self-help books and everything just stuff to feed your mind like it, it really does make a difference because then you start seeing life a little bit differently you know you're just like oh wow you look at it oh, through yeah. a different lens it definitely changes your perspective mm-hmm. um and yeah w- w- without a doubt like uh definitely changes your perspective and um helps you grow like i i highly recommend that book like i said i've read it i'm on my second time reading it it's the only book i've read twice wow. like consistently yeah and this time like i'm underlining it and it's super cool because at the end of the book like if you buy the actual book like it has a little like almost assessment page where you could you know where nice. it asks quite like provoking questions thought provoking questions of like you know like who's in your life like why are they here the su- such and such so it helps you literally like you know on paper align your relationships which is dope and i've never seen any other book do that so i highly recommend that there you go, guys. So when you guys get the book, make sure you tag the Good Vibras podcast and Manny, which Manny, you got to drop your Instagram. Oh, handle. yes. Yes. My my Instagram name is uh, Manny and my tag is Emmanuel Flores or Emmanuel underscore Flores underscore 31. I believe I'll send it in the chat. I'll definitely post it on um it's, I'm not on the gram like Brielle is or like Good Rebus is even, but um, she, she'll definitely tag me. So like, yeah, y'all. and I'll put uh, I'll put him in the bio too of this episode, so you guys oh, yeah. can just click directly there. Yes, definitely. But, um, yeah, definitely stay tuned. Rest. Give give your boy a follow. I uh, will be making hopefully 
uh, a fitness page for everything that I'm doing with my uh, my personal training stuff soon. Yeah, uh, so and definitely you know, stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would definitely, will definitely will. Maybe I could go on, I could hop on another episode and talk specifically about fitness because that's I could go for days on. Ooh, that. interesting. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna take mm-hmm. note of that. I'm gonna remember that. Add that to my list of episodes. That would be a really good episode because <laughs> mm-hmm. you can go into so many different avenues. Oh yeah, diet, <laughs> exercise, you name it, girl. I got it. I know. I get you right. Very sure. true. That he will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Bri- guess- Brielle could tell you. She with the just the two weeks. Like this girl didn't even go. Brielle was. She went. I think two to three times a week for like. Well, maybe it was like four weeks, five weeks consistently, I and that girl saw results. Because then yeah, it get- was. I was working night shift, and then mm-hmm. I got sick. Things were, you know, acting up, and mm-hmm. then I moved. Yeah. But even despite everything that she was doing, working night shift and working on, you know, like working on two, three hours sleep, she still saw results. That's why, like with Brielle, I barely got to scratch the surface with that girl because (laughs) she she ended up, you know, she had so much going on and then she ended up moving. But like had, you know, I had the opportunity. Sky's the limit. That's one thing that I like God gave me. Like, I like to say X-ray vision because I'm able to see the potential of where you could go, not only based off of, you know, your physical, you know, what God gave you physically, but also, you know, where you are Mm -hmm. mentally. One thing about Brielle that's different from people is that that girl does have some mental toughness. Um, So yes, Brielle knows and is able to push herself given the opportunity. So I had, I had more time with her, this guy would have been the limit. Um, given, you know, obviously y'all know about her lupus and that condition that definitely makes things uh, a little bit more complicated, more different, but it Mm -hmm. doesn't make it impossible. There's definitely ways and loopholes you can work around it and be better regardless of what you have. Like, unless you have, you know, a very serious condition, like a muscle degenerating condition, Mm -hmm. like anybody can, you know, do some sort of exercise to get better and feel better and be more confident in themselves. And that's super important. It is important. I think that goes back to just the whole, you know, being disciplined and honestly, God in our lives, like we are not perfect in any way, but you know, we go through our struggles. But the one thing I can say is that, you know, both of us were actively trying to be who God wants us to be. And, you know, Mm -hmm. we have slip slip ups and Manny knows I keep it real, you know, and there'll be more episodes, uh, future episodes. So stay tuned for those. But, you know, when it comes to like the struggles in life, like, you know, I'm very transparent and I've always kept it real with my friends or whoever I talk to, but I also do constantly try to be who God wants me to be. And I try to read. And that's why, you know, I wanted Manny for this episode because, you know, he goes to similar things as well. You know, we're all struggling out here, but Mm -hmm. you still can make God a priority despite everything going on, you know, and it's important and you feel different. Like you said, you know, when you have God in your life, you feel more focused, you feel less lonely and that's a big thing because I struggle with loneliness too and I would I realized I would resort to not good habits to fill those to fill that void of loneliness and it's a deep dark hole it can you can Mm. really get sucked into that so Mm. it's having the discipline and you know being able to realize okay I need to make a change like you said you know I knew what I was doing was wrong but I needed to have the strength to make the change. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's where, and that's where God comes in. Like yeah, a lot of us, a lot of us know. Own. Yes. A lot of us have that, you know, that, that conscience and that for me, like that conscience in the Bible, it talks about your conscience is the Holy spirit. Like um, given the story of the Bible, for those of y'all who don't know uh, the book of acts, whenever Jesus died, resurrected um, when he left to go up to heaven, he left, he, um, 
he brought down the Holy or the Holy Spirit came down upon the mm -hmm. earth and he guided the apostles to, you know, do what they were going to do, spread the gospel. And the same spirit that lived in them, according to the Bible, also lives in us. So, like, for me, that conscience of the Holy Spirit and that guide is what guides me. And the closer you get to God and the, you know, the better life, the the more set apart or holy life, that's what holy means. Holy means set apart. The more set apart life that you live for God, the more you're able to hear him the closer you are to that mm -hmm. conscience and the more you can hear that voice and the clearer you can differentiate that voice from all the other voices going on in your head because we all know we all got you know our emotions and you know things that we're yeah. battling with that are loud that never shut up that we constantly battle with like the, the bible talks about a, a, a battle between our flesh and our spirit and like hey, you know brielle knows and i know too that like as a christian you're always 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 fighting it like it's literally a daily yeah. battle and you know when when you don't acknowledge it it's easy to think oh it's just my emotions or whatever you know it's it's just who i am it's where i'm at but no it's not true like we all have as a christian i believe that we all have that duality to us. We all have that spirit side, that good side that wants to do good. And we all have mm -hmm. that, that selfish side, that self that wants to do things for me, that it's all about me. And I want to do this and I want to do that. You know what I mean? And that constant battle is what makes Christianity hard. And it's what tears us apart because on one hand we want to do good and we want to do this, but it don't feel good. And then everything that we yeah. don't want to do and, you know, is detrimental to us feels good. So it's like, it's, a constant, constant battle. And without, you know, staying grounded and being in, you know, relationships who that that help you with that struggle, like it's close to impossible. Like it's so hard. That's why community in Christianity is so important. That's how the, that's why the church was established to begin with, because, you know, we recognize it. You can't do it alone. It's true. And, you know, I think social media is like the biggest thing these days, like just the false, uh, pictures that are painted on social media, the life you're supposed to have. Everything is all about self, self, self. And it's so easy to get absorbed into that and just of get course. lost. And your priorities are all over the place. Like you said, you know, community and, you know, being around those people that, you know, are on the same wavelength and just motivating you and wanting you to be better. And also having that faith, those faith friendships too, like friends who go to church and stuff like that. Like you said, it keeps you grounded. It's important. We're not supposed to be alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think one, one thing that like, that's the biggest difference is like, you know, between that Christian mindset and, you know, a non-Christian mindset is that, um, you know, in this world, in this culture, everything's about me. Everything's about myself. But mm -hmm. in as a Christian, you're taught to die to yourself. Like, and that's yeah. the hardest, literally probably the hardest thing you to do <laughs> yeah. um, to, you know, to give up what you want to do daily. And what what's helped me recognize um, that I need to do this is just through my experience, like every, every, and I mean, every time I try and do something on my own, through my own strength and my own way, it fails miserably. So I've come <laughs> yeah, to the too. conclusion, <laughs> I've come to the conclusion that I don't know what's best for me, period. Yeah. Like I can try all I want, but I don't. And, you know, the God made me, he designed me. The Bible says that, you know, he knew you before you were in your mother's room. Like he has a purpose and a plan for you. So mm -hmm. my logic is that, you know, I might as well, or I'm better off, much better off getting closer to the one who made me and created me and knows the plan for me so that he can guide me and he can lead me instead of me wasting time trying to do things on my own. And that's something that, that comes, that comes with, you know, a lot of, 
a lot of time, a lot of maturity, something that definitely doesn't come easy. Like if you're new to the faith, if you just learn about Jesus, like if you don't know, even know who he is, like don't even worry about that. Like that, that'll come with time. That'll come with, Absolutely. you know, as you continue to dive. Um, but that is the ultimate goal to be able to die to yourself and live out the purpose that God wants you to live. And at the end of the day, like you're going to be so much more fulfilled when you pursue that. Like, and I've seen that in myself. Like I wanted to be, a, I want to go to the NFL. Like I want to be a football player. I don't want to do nothing else. <laughs> But now that I'm older and I see that life, like I realize, man, I did not want that. I would have been miserable going out. Like I would have had no family hopping out from city to city, doing all this stuff, like always in that fast paced lifestyle, you know, going out, you know, doing like, like a lot of people don't see the behind the scenes of those athletes lives and stuff. And I've gotten to see a taste of it. Not to say that, you know, that my school was like this big time school that I did all this crazy stuff, but like, I've definitely heard stories and I've seen like glimpses of it. I had, um, I went to a division three school, which is a tiny school. Um, but still like, I understand like that lifestyle of an athlete, that football player lifestyle, you're always going out. You're always doing this. You're always doing that. You're fast paced as hell. Like there's no rest pretty much. That's why you see all those celebrities, all those people, they're all like, yeah, they might look successful. They might look like they have it all. Like they got all the money and that, you know, all that, but m- there's a, drastic difference between fulfillment and success and a lot of people mm-hmm. have are successful but they're not fulfilled like you see it in hollywood and you see it with relationships too like you know yep. everybody's talking about like you know half of these celebrities aren't even in you know good healthy you know relationships because they can't be because of how much pressure they're put you know how much pressure they go under Right. Um, the worldly give, mindset yeah. yes get, given that you know seeing that pressure that you know people you know how people put you on a pedestal and stuff and how you have this crazy expectation when really, you know, those people are just like us. They're normal dudes and normal people. Um, like I realized that, yeah, I wasn't built for that. Like I didn't want that and I'm grateful for it. Um, but yeah, for sure. Like, um, yeah. That's awesome. That's true. A lot of, a lot of wisdom here, Manny. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And I guess as we're, we can conclude, I know this is going, this is going to be my longest episode. <laughs> Oh, without a doubt. I called it. I called it. You did. But it's all good stuff. And I guess in closing, you know, Manny, if you can give us like a few top tips, just real quick tips on how, you know, for people who are curious to know more about Jesus and God and build their faith or even or for people who are trying to get back on, you know, that straight and narrow path, you know, a few tips that you can give for us to um, get a jump start or how to continue to stay disciplined. What what could you give us? Yeah, of course. I mean, for people who are just learning about, like, if you don't know, if you're listening to the podcast and you don't know nothing about God, you've never been to church, your family's, you know, you never had that background, you don't know nothing about it. Um, just listen to, I encourage you to listen to two people that I, that I've grown from drastically. Um, number one is uh, two podcasts. I like to listen to uh, Transformation Church podcast yes. uh, from Pastor Mike Todd. That dude has some wisdom like crazy. He's, he's a young pastor. Awesome. Yeah, so, super funny. He made like it's just a great overall teacher of the Bible. Like if you if you're curious, you want to learn, and it's it's uh I'd say it's like an un biased perspective in mm-hmm. that he preaches only the word of god like there are a lot of churches that you know church, there's so much division in the church these days with all these different denominations and all that but like transformation churches i think it's a non-denominational church by origin like it or like the way it is now like they originate from you know baptists i think in pentecostal and stuff like that roots but like what they preach is like 
so relatable in the way Mike Todd, I've never heard somebody break down the Bible the way Mike Todd does, like the way he breaks it down and the, how understandable he makes it yeah. is so useful. Like dude makes it practical to where like you could literally take, you know, like just daily simple things to get better. Like I, if I would, you know, if, if you want to learn more or just curious uh, for people who um, or just starting his journey. I started listening to Michael Todd through uh, a series he has called Relationship Goals. I think I listen yes. to specifically, it's called Relationship Goals Reloaded. Um, such a you, good series. Such a good series that like it has relational advice that honestly, yes, obviously it's, you know, biblically driven because Mike Todd's a pastor, but like there's some quality advice that you could learn from mm-hmm. that, even if you're not looking for God, just on how to be better in relationships, just because. Yep. Um, you know, as Christians, we believe God made everything. And we also believe that he's the creator of relationships. So as yeah. you get closer to the one who created relationships, you'll be able to understand how to be better in it more. It's just like, you know, like, for example, if I were to, you know, link up with Nikolai Tesla, I he's the creator of Tesla, I'd be able to learn and understand his cars and his technology better if I spent more time with him. It's the same concept with yeah. with God, you know, like if you spend more time with him and his relationships and listening to people who talk about him, you're going to get better at it. So um, I definitely highly recommend that. Um, also, another dude, I don't really listen to his sermons. I hear his Instagram reels all all the time. Brielle talked about him. Stephen Furtick's a great dude. Yes. With, uh, elevation church i think yep um yeah he he's got some fire wisdom so even if you you know just a couple seconds just scrolling up on your instagram explore page like you listen to him and uh that's definitely a great place to start uh for those of you who are just you know scratching the surface and something else i wanted to point out like i'm sure there's there could be some people on this podcast that don't even you know believe in god or think you know he's not real or anything Mm -hmm. um one thing that i've uh, had the opportunity and the privilege of learning through my not only private school experience, but my, you know, my college education, my high school education. Um, I majored in environmental science. So I, I know a lot about science and especially like, you know, evolution versus creation deal. And something I'm just going to throw a tidbit out there. If you don't believe in God, I want you to just ponder this for me. Uh, there's a, for everybody who, you know, has an active relationship with God for me, people who pursue it always have that God moment. Like everybody Mm -hmm. at some point in their life has that time where God just showed up and like to where there's no doubt, no question, no hesitation Mm -hmm. that like, yo, this couldn't have happened, you know, whatever situation it was without God's hand being there. Um, But besides that, um, just in general, like if you look at nature and you look at, you know, how this world works, um, a lot of, the smartest people who just you know a lot of the smartest people who studied science period like albert einstein all these guys they've they came to the conclusion that the universe is expanding and if the universe is expanding it had to have a beginning and that's where origin theory comes in and origin theory basically explores the age-old question of where to come from like you know like as a kid like you always asked like you know where does that come from oh where does that come from where does that yeah. come from and it's the same thing <laughs> Me as a kid and you What's can this? do yeah and you could do that same thing with creation like evolution the theory the current theory of evolution and the big bang theory um states that all of a sudden out of nowhere some particles came together and they exploded into the universe that we have and over billions and billions of years things developed and you know turned into the universe that we have today um the origin theory states though that like 
those particles, even, you know, the particles that came together, where did they come from? They had to have come from somewhere. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the creation story, I think in the Bible explains like has explains better um, or is the best explanation period for the creation of the world period. Like when you think about it, it makes so much sense. Um, In Genesis, in the beginning of Genesis, um, the Bible says, or one of the first, you know, things that God said in the Bible was let there be light. And, Mm -hmm. and out through science, we know um, Albert Einstein, for those know science, he developed this famous equation called E equals MC squared. And basically that equation means that at the speed of light, energy is converted into matter. So my theory and my belief as a Christian is that in Genesis, when God spoke and said, let there be light, he used said light to convert everything, you know, to change because like the equation says, light is converted into matter. Mm -hmm. So with that light that God created, he was able to develop and create everything that we see. And it makes so much sense. Like God, you see a lot of people, I'm drawn to nature and nature fascinates me because of how beautiful it is and how intricate and organized Mm -hmm. and sophisticated and renewable it is like we we struggle as humans to make renewable cars and you know renewable energy sources and all this when nature's been doing it for forever since the beginning of creation and like it makes so much more sense to believe that all of this was made for a purpose and design than it does to think that yeah we were just here and we just created and we just came from like monkeys or were developed you know what i mean and right. like i could get into evolution and like talk about it too because i do believe you know there's there's scientific evidence for evolution but there's different kinds of evolution and right. i don't agree with certain kinds of evolution like you know from i don't agree with macroevolution which is you know the species change like from you know fish turn into frogs and, and fish <laughs> turning to you know lizards and that developed like that, that that's like sense. offensive like i came from an animal like, yeah exactly. <laughs> but not just that like it gives it gives you an excuse to think oh, i'm yeah, i'm just here i ain't got no purpose i'm worthless yeah. i'm whatever but like when you believe in that creation story and the fact that you know god made you like and you believe his promises for you like you know, you, you it gives you a sense of purpose that you're loved, mm-hmm. that you're valued, that you're that you belong here, that you're here for a yeah. reason. Like especially for those of you, you know, for people who struggle with depression and anxiety, that can make a world of a difference. Like there are so many people who just you know think they're here just to be here when that's not that's true. true. Like you're here for a reason, yeah. and whatever you're going through, you know, whatever what whether whether it be good or bad or whether it seem impossible or impossible, it's for a reason and it's to make you better. And if you you know really seek God out and you pursue that and ask him and just honestly tell him like you know god what do you want to do with me I, I, what yeah, i'm yours when you confess that and you really give that up like you get a sense of freedom and a sense of purpose that you never thought you would have i mean i've experienced That's this true. myself Same um, yeah so yeah just to throw that out there for anybody who who don't believe it's a little tidbit that i encourage you to look at it um just look, look more into stuff like that because a lot of us you know especially people who aren't in the who don't study science or in or are in the have a background in science like you know they just believe what you're taught and i encourage you to educate yourself and learn for yourself like we're seeing now with all this you know especially in 2020 with all like the you know systemic racism and all this stuff that was happening in this country how yeah. like i saw it as a kid that i was force-fed lies pretty much and like mm-hmm. <laughs> through all of this you know and how our country has a whole other different darker side that i wasn't even aware of because i was never taught about it um, yeah. So it's it's definitely important to 
you know, look and educate yourself about the truth um, and see it for yourself. You know, and that's what I'm grateful for through my education that I've been able to do is look at things for myself and judge what's what I believe is true, what I believe is not, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely a great starting point for people who, um, you know, don't even believe in God. Definitely look at that up because there's a lot more evidence for God in the natural world than you, you, know, you than um, most people think. Um, it's very true. Yeah. But um, that was for people who, you know, don't really know for people who, um, you know, already have that foundation. Like I said, the Transformation Church podcasts, um, Stephen Freddie, those guys are dope. Um, another thing that helps me on a daily basis is what kind of music I listen to. That's mm, huge. That's definitely that's changed for me Lord. drastically. Yes. And that's a big one because a lot of people think, oh, it's just music. It's whatever. But music has so much power so much more power than people realize like it really the does the subliminal messages that mm -hmm. you are constantly fed to or fed that, that you take in mm -hmm. um really affects how you live your life like i've processed yes yes yeah. it, it, it changes what you focus on like i remember like before the pandemic and stuff i was really into r&b and all all i could think about was like man yo where, where my girl at like yeah. <laughs> yeah i was single for i'm still single i've you know i i like i've always i'd always I really dove into that part of my life to so like, yep. yeah, like where my where my feet where my wife at yeah like where's, where's my booth at I, yeah exactly <laughs> I be and I jam into that and I was all I focused on mm -hmm. whereas you know now like I've really understood the power of it and that's not to say that none of that you know that any of this music is bad like I'm not saying that I literally only listen to worship music like J Cole's mm -hmm. one of my favorite artists he just dropped that album the off season is fire <laughs> so good I I'm, I've been jamming out to it but at the same time. I listen more to worship music and things of that nature than I do secular music just because mm. um, I've seen, granted, yeah, part of it wasn't a choice because being on the worship team, when I sing, like I got to know the song, so <laughs> I got to memorize right. stuff. But in addition to that, like I found through my work, like I work, I'm a GIS tech, I work from home. So I literally just hop on a laptop and throw my headphones on and I jam out. I do my thing. And um, I've noticed that I have not only been more focused and more consistent with my work, but I'm also more at peace when mm, I listen to worship music. Thing. And it's so huge. Like so many people in this world try and fill, you know, that that excuse me, that void of uh, peace with other stuff. And like I've learned that, you know, in the Bible, Jesus calls himself the Prince of Peace, like instead of trying to seek out all these other things to try and you know get towards that peace like i've learned to follow follow listen to and abide in the prince of peace and that helps me so much like i can't tell you how many times i'll be stressed out or like i can't even if i can't sleep or you know like i'm just not at ease and i put worship music on and it literally just calms me it calms me the way i like mm -hmm. the, so the bible true. talks the bible talks about a peace that surpasses all understanding and i literally almost every time i listen to worship music i hear i feel that peace that i can't that that's indescribable and it's not something mm -hmm. that you that you'll understand unless you experience it like it's crazy yeah. um but i highly recommend um my favorite music artists but worship people um like if you i like maverick city music personally um they're such a good um Band. I don't even know if I I don't, I don't even know what to call them. They just got fire music. Like music is <laughs> so good. 
um, really just helps me get in the zone, gives me that peace, man. It's crazy. If you, they're That's like awesome. a true worship band. Like if you guys are more into rap, yeah, I could listen to Lecrae. Um, they're pretty much yes. like, there's a lot of different, you know, Christian artists that a lot of people don't hear about. They um, even have um, R&B Christian Oh, yeah. Music. And yeah, I they... found that on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I did too. there's definitely was... stuff out there, guys, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. If you like Spanish music, if you like, like you know, mm-hmm. pop, like Gavi's a great artist to listen to. Um, and again, like, it's not to say that, uh, you know, like secular music is bad. It's just to say that it's very important to acknowledge and recognize what you're exposing yourself to and what you're listening to on a regular basis. Because if you, if you're hurt, if you're told something or if you listen to something long enough, you are going to believe it. It's the truth. That's very true. So um, it's definitely very important to, um, to watch what you listen to and to definitely get into that worship music and that, that Christian music. Yeah. It definitely helps me stay grounded and stay focused for sure. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, well, definitely. That's that's uh probably some of the, the two greatest tips I can mm-hmm. I can give. And I say the the last one, like if there's there's one more that I could give in general, um, is something that I'm learning as you know I'm as I'm graduating college and trying to figure out you know what God wants to do with my life. Like there's no rush, like to mm-hmm. take things slow and don't be you know not to don't get caught up in that wave in that you know toxic comparison of you know he's there or she's this i want to do that i'm here like they're not you that's not you know yeah. what I mean? you're you're you are your own individual and you are your own person and your journey and you know what you're going through that's all you and it's going to be different from people you're going to be you know you're going to go slow or some people are going to go fast and you're going to go fast and take off or some people are going to go slow like um very for, true like i'm i'm you know, a lot, it's so easy to get caught up in that comparison, but don't rush like with whatever, with your career, with your relationships, with whatever, like it's important to take that time and to just be easy. Like, especially in this American culture, we love to do so much and move <laughs> and do everything. We always want to get yeah. chasing that bag, trying to get more money and trying to be better and trying to chase after the Joneses, you know, you know keep up with the Joneses, like do all this stuff. And like, that's so tiring. Like yeah. I'm learning, I'm learning it now through like just a year, like of what, of, you know, being outside of school, like, man, yeah, like it's tiring. I just want to rest. Like It's true. Dude, it's finding like, that balance in life, you know, like we, yes. unfortunately, yes, you know, we need to work, we need to pay bills and all that but it's also balancing that other part of your life where it's enjoying life being still being at peace and just Mm -hmm. and taking time from yourself taking time for yourself spending time with the people you care about spending time with your family spending time just for you just to be at rest you know give yourself a break like that's super important too just to to not rush and not um not set too many expectations for yourself. One thing that I've Very learned true. that the relational intelligence taught me too, is that um, frustration comes from expectation from an unmet expectation. So if you can change your expectations, you can change your frustration and mm. you, you won't be frustrated as much. And it's important to realize, you know, especially us as young people, like, yeah, we're in our twenties, things happen. Like it's, it's not going to be perfect. You're going to have yeah. a lot of stuff that, you know, that you got to figure out that you don't know what's going to happen. That's the biggest part about, you know, this Christian walk that's hard is that, you know, it takes faith and faith is believing without seeing. And like, that's basically a fancy, fancy words for 
just winging it. Like you don't know, like following God and winging it. Like I literally don't know what I'm doing. 75% of the more like 95% of the time, <laughs> like, but I'm following God and trusting yeah. that he has a plan. And that's hard. It's not, it's far from easy. It's, it's the hard Cause as humans, we love to have that sense of control and security, yep. you know, like letting that go is hard. Um, but when you do it for God, it's worth it. Um, and so like, I, I encourage to, I encourage you guys to, you know, just take it slow um, and try stuff, you know, try new things, continue to, you know, develop yourself. If you got a passion, go for it. If you want to do something, do it. You know what I mean? Don't mm-hmm. let nobody hold you back. You are your own person and God put desires and passions in your heart for a reason. Um, so pursue them, go for mm-hmm. them, you know? Amen. Manny, thank you so, so much for being my first guest on Good Vibras and for, seriously just spreading so much wisdom and just inspiring you know all of us to want to you know continue to build our relationship with god and just change our lives for the better i'm so proud of you yes you no know, thank you girl yes it's thank hard you. out here but you know it's, it's not it's not easy in these streets uh nope. it's definitely not easy in these streets but uh, thank you brielle I, it really is an honor to be the first um <laughs> guest on good vibra so yes thank you uh for having me thank you for you know waste to use up about an hour's 20 worth of your podcast (laughs) (laughs) all worth uh, it but yes this is all Mm -hmm. good stuff and you know you guys if you guys ever have any questions you guys know to hit me up in my dms my personal instagram and the good vibras and i'm going to be putting manny's um instagram handle in the bio too as well so you guys can you know, follow him. And hey, if you guys have questions on faith, too, and you want to ask him some questions, definitely hit him up too, Manny. I'm sure. Of course. Yeah. More if you guys than happy got, to answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you got any questions about faith, about what I do, what my routines like my journey, you know, my what I've been going through, what um, even if you got fitness questions, like if you want to yes. learn how to eat better, how to work out better, you want to plan, you want to, you know, you want to be be the, the better version, version of yourself yeah, yeah. You truly grow especially when it comes to you know the spiritual side of things and fitness side of things um definitely hit your boy up uh especially like when it comes to working out like i said i'm in the baby i mean i'm my my fitness my whole fitness thing like my personal training business is in its baby stages now but given the opportunity and the time i definitely will grow it into something um beautiful and something big because that's what i want to do like i I, one thing that i pride myself in is that i'm a man of my word and i will make this training business happen it's just a matter of when um and it will god's will you know he will be there and it'll it'll of course of course so if you got them questions you know if you want to be better if you want to learn about all that hit me up i got you right well thank you so much and guys stay tuned for another episode next week and thank Mm -hmm. you again for tuning in today and manny stay safe and have fun in jersey (laughs) yeah i I will try my best we scorching out here but i would be lying if i said i didn't want to be in florida right now so (laughs) uh, enjoy your time in florida brielle continue to you know do you and continue to grow and be better Uh, Stay safe, yo. Uh, I love you. Even though you're a pain, I love you. (laughs) Love you too, homie. All right. (laughs) Bye, guys.